The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi, I'm Tony Joe. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to The Whole Home Show. Brought to you in part by Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Services Modern Mortgage Group, and Lori Zorn, insurance manager for Island Savings. If you need an opinion from experts in insurance and mortgages, Denise and Lori are great people to talk with. Just visit the cfax1070.com website and look under shows to find us, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe. And there you'll find their contact information, or you can always find me online or on social media. I'd be happy to connect you. Speaking of Denise Webster, we are lucky to have Denise in the studio today. So we'll talk a lot about mortgages, so many things to cover, as there always are. Also, if you're looking for an expert realtor to purchase or sell your property, you can always call me, too. I am a 26-year local veteran and a top agent with Remax Camosun, Victoria's most production, most productive real estate brokerage. On today's show, we'll be talking about keeping your home secure while you're away for short-term ter- short or long-term with Brent Lang from West Coast Property Watch, plus an update on mortgages, as I mentioned, with our show sponsor, Denise Webster. Let's start our show with our weekly listener question. If you have a question or curiosity about real estate, you can call us on our hotline, which is 250-414-6540, or find us online at the cfax1070.com website, and we'll discuss it on air. This week, I received an email from Ted, and this is what Ted said. I spent $200,000 in renovations, but my agent says it isn't making my house worth $200,000 more. I spent the money and expect to get it back. This is a common question, Ted. We uh, bump into this all the time. Uh, It's an interesting time for us because I'd say in the last maybe 10 years, people have done a lot more home renovations than I recall in my prior 15 years in the business. I think there's a number of reasons for that. I mean, the market's gone up. Uh, there are People's equities have gone up in their homes. They have the means to take equity out. We can talk to Denise about that a little later. Maybe uh, take a line of credit out or another mortgage instrument and do the things they always wanted to do with their home because, of course, the value's gone up. Maybe they want to do a new kitchen, a new bathroom, uh, things like that. However, when we do speak to sellers who are thinking of selling, commonly there is that thought that, okay, well, I spent $200,000 on my house. Doesn't that mean it's worth $200,000 more? Well, there are a couple of questions that I would ask you for further clarification, Ted. So the first thing is, when did you do it? When did you do your renovation? This is important because if you just did it, and right now we're, the market is high, if you just did the renovation and are hoping to increase your price by an instant $200,000, you need to consider where that puts your house. Because sometimes, for example, if you had an $800,000 house, you spent $200,000 on it, does that mean your house is worth a million dollars now? Uh, it can in certain areas and if you were careful in the upgrades that you did, but it could also backfire because sometimes it is possible to over-improve your home. We have seen that in some areas where it's it's never a good thing where you've renovated your house to the point where you have by far the most expensive house on the street. They always say location, location, location. The reality is you always want to be the less... the, the the lessest is that even a word the 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 uh, the the lessest home in 
a good location as opposed to the highest home in a lesser location. So again, a, a question is, when did you do it? Uh, the next question I would ask you is, what did you do? Because it really depends on where you spent the money. Uh, there are reports and statistics out there that we see all the time. Uh, I have quoted before the National Association of Realtors, which is the governing body of real estate in the states, in the United States of America, where there are over a million real estate agents and, of course, thousands upon thousands of consumer transactions every year. They do surveys, and one of them uh, that I see on a regular basis is, where is money best spent on renovations? The first answer is usually almost always kitchens. As you know, when you spend money in a kitchen and you do it right, that is usually the best, play, the best bang for your buck. Kitchens and bathrooms. Bathrooms are always important. Uh, one that comes up that we don't see too often here in Victoria is swimming pools. People often ask, they often ask by, by spending the money on a pool, which, by the way, is not inexpensive. It's very easy to spend uh, even up to a couple hundred thousand dollars doing a nice in-ground pool. Does that make the property worth more? Well, you need to consider the fact that pools aren't for everyone. Some people don't want a pool. They may love your house. They may love your location. They might not like the pool, especially if they're concerned about safety and kids and things like that. So, uh, again, kitchen on one end of the spectrum, pools perhaps on the other. But the other conversation about what you did is it's important to know where you put the money, as I mentioned a second ago, because uh, one, one that I specifically remember, maybe around 20 years ago, I met this couple they had spent amazing dollars on their bathroom faucets. Uh, they, I, I can't even explain it. Like they, they were cast. They weren't gold, but they were very special. And they told me that the faucet alone cost two thousand dollars. And I didn't say it to them at the time, but what was going through my head, I'll be honest with you, was it just makes water come out. So <laughs> you know, you can buy a faucet for. $59. Did you buy the $59 faucet or the $2,000 faucet? Now, of course, hey, let's face it, the $59 faucet is probably not going to fit in a house that's $800,000 or a million dollars. But did you spend the the reasonable dollar on things like fixtures or did you go crazy on fixtures? Because cause this is the thing. Sometimes we do renovations and we make decisions on things like fixtures or uh, plumbing fixtures or, uh, you know, equipment based on what we need at the time. And we can't just assume that the way we want things in the house is what your next buyer will want in the house. They may want something completely different. They may not be all that fussed about a $2,000 faucet. They may want to do their own thing. So if they, could you imagine this? If you spent that kind of money on a faucet, how much of a shame would it be to find out if your buyer came in after the fact and just replaced it with something else that they preferred? So again, being very careful about where you spend the money is, is really important. But the biggest thing, as I mentioned, is where does your home renovation port your house in the grand scheme of things in the marketplace? Because my first question about when you did it, let's just let's face it. If you did that renovation uh, 10 years ago, that combined with the increase in the marketplace over time would mean that perhaps it was a good thing. And if we look at certain market areas where a lot of homes are being renovated today, I mean, Oak Bay is a classic example. There are older homes there, but almost every home that we look at has been renovated and also to a high standard as well, too, because the type of renovation 
that you have in the house is also very important. Not every contractor or designer uh, is the same. Some people have renovated just to replace things that needed to be renovated, like linoleum floors or uh, drapes, basically just redecorating. Whereas some other people have done wholesale renovations that have transformed the house and basically brought it up to today's standard, which makes it very appealing. You know, one of the things that comes up often for me is people ask about these Vancouver buyers, lower mainland buyers, or foreign buyers who want to pay silly money for a house. Do I bump into them? Sure, I do on occasion. But what are they looking for? They're looking for houses that have had very good, high-end, thoughtful renovations or looking for new houses. So, Ted, to answer your question, uh, do you expect you do expect to get that two hundred thousand dollars back? Um, I understand that it really depends on when you did it and what you did. Uh, those are very important factors. But at the end of the day, what you will get for your house is what the market demands you will get. So, in other words, what are the houses in your surrounding neighborhood selling for, and what kind of condition are they in? Have they been renovated as well too? Thanks for your question, Ted. For the rest of the listeners, if you have a real estate question you'd like answered on our show, please visit our cfax1070.com website or, again, call our hotline, 250-414-6540. I would love to hear from you. Uh, also, if you want to hear our past shows, you can, again, visit the CFAX website where you can hear them streaming or you can check out our podcast in iTunes or Google Play. We've had so many great guests on our show, and we're always looking for more. If you have a business or product that is home or real estate related and would like to be a guest on this program, just get in touch with me. I'd be happy to chat with you. We're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back, we'll be chatting about keeping your home safe with Brent Lang from West Coast Property Watch. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there, thanks for tuning in. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. When you're away from your home for either business or pleasure, do you ever wonder, who's watching over my home? Who can you ensure your home is protected from... Bur- How can you ensure that your home is protected from burglary, uh, water damage, or other concerns? Well, West Coast Property Watch are your eyes and ears. Years. Licensed, bonded, and insured. We have here with us in the studio right now, returning, because we've had him here before, Brent Lang from West Coast Property Watch. Brent, thanks for coming. Thank you, Tony. Pleasure to be here. I We wanted to get you back because, of course, we get calls and messages from listeners, and we had one actually a little while ago that asked for your service. I don't think she uh, heard you before, but it's a very important uh-huh. message. Um, uh, now, what is it you do? Tell us about West Coast Property Watch. You know... Uh, we really ensure that that your house is covered, your most important asset uh, is covered while you're away, and that you have peace of mind when you're away from your home. Uh, This involves a number of different things. We, of course, do complete interior and exterior uh, inspections, and we really do sit down with you if there are specific things you're concerned with around your home. Almost the first thing we we suggest to people when we join them is... um, especially now with so many snowbirds going away, Mm -hmm. uh, the number one thing we really do suggest is that you very clearly understand your insurance policy. Uh. We suggest you speak with your broker because almost every policy is a little bit different. 
uh, I learned this the hard way in Calgary 2013 with the Calgary flood. Oh, you were there, right? I was there, and uh, that cost me a bundle, and that's how we sort of segued into this business. So, you know, there's usually an away portion on uh, every insurance policy, and most companies uh, vary that uh, substantially. For example, we have clients now where the insurance company has determined that we have to check their property every single day. And there are a number of different reasons for that. Um, Then we have other clients who have condominiums, and we check them once a week or once every two weeks. Actually, let's touch on that for a moment here. Sure. So, because I've had people say, well, I want to live in a condo because I can just leave, lock the door, I don't need to worry about anything. But the reality is there are things to worry about, right? Yes. I used to think the same. Okay. Uh, But I know of actual circumstances where people were living on the 16th floor of a high-rise, and uh, they bought that simply so they could go away, lock the door, and they're gone. Well, unfortunately, this was a high-end unit, and they had a water line running to the back of their fridge, uh, which... uh, broke as it was supplying their uh, ice cube tray mm-hmm. and it actually uh, no one noticed it for a period of time until it had flooded 10 floors below it wow. these folks uh, returned two or three months later and of course the management company got involved and broke in and shut it off and everything but by that time there was substantial damage now you get into a very complicated situation which none of us want to experience. Yeah, because you got you got someone who's 10 floors down who's right. had major damage. Actually, the other thing, too, is I, 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 I feel for the property manager because yes. how do you trace? Like, you got to go up 10 floors, right? right? Exactly. And um, so the thing is, the, the owner 10 floors below has probably had the most significant damage. Right. And so insurance has got to cover them. Well, usually, this is my understanding. I'm not an insurance expert. I just know what I've gone through and what I've seen. You know, your strata corporation will have their own policy, right? And so they they lock it off and they get the work done and the repairs start. Meantime, people are living in hotels and all Uh, sorts of things for months. And when it involves uh, elevator shafts and all kinds of things, the costs become exorbitant. So in this case, of course, the couple returned. Uh, and uh, when they returned, of course, uh, the management company showed up together with the insurance company from the Strata Corporation, and these people said, but, but we were covered. We, our insurance covers us. Well, they called their insurance company in, and the fellow said, okay, yeah, you do have an insurance policy, and it is for a couple million bucks, but expenses are so high now to repair anything. We have to see... Uh, you know, your your attendance sheet. Uh-huh. How often, first of all, do you know the terms of your policy? Yeah. You had to have your place checked every three days. Someone had to come through and check it for everything. Okay, let's see your attendance sheets. Yeah. Okay, and, and again, your typical condo owner has just thought that they leave, lock the door, and everything's good. Exactly. I think the world's changed an awful lot. I think mm-hmm. the days of uh, a neighbor coming by, dropping a little bit of water on plants and leaving, and you think you're covered... I think those days are pretty much done. Well, that's why you're here. So we're here online, uh, on in the studio here with Brent Lang from West Coast Property Watch talking about making sure your home is secured. And again, condos, you mentioned a, a water line to the fridge. And this is another thing too, you know, because nowadays we've got all this new equipment right. uh, with areas that can fail. Not only the fridge with the ice and the water, right. but these built-in uh, espresso machines that also have a water feed. Totally right. And, and things like this. So so again, um, 
people need to have their houses or condos checked on a regular basis? You really should. You know, for a very, very small fee, you're protecting your, your financial, your primary financial asset in most cases. Mm-hmm. Um, who would risk their family's uh, financial future over something that's relatively cheap to do? And we're very thorough. We've developed a system together with the insurance companies, uh, and we have our uh, our different pages and our system re- reviewed yearly. Yeah, because of course the insurance companies would like, they would love you because oh. you are the guys that that do the the regular check ins and exactly. you're accountable, right? Yeah, most people don't realize. You know, uh, a policy is a contract, and like any contract. The terms are in that contract. So we take all the gray areas out. The insurance company likes us. Uh, we use our forms, our per visit forms and everything else, so that should you ever be away and something happen, we have the documentation that you can take to that insurance company and say, well, you know, we were having it checked. Uh, so we expect you to live to the terms of this contract, this policy. So we take the guesswork out of it, and that gives you enormous peace of mind when you're away. Yeah, I mean, Lori's not here right now, and she, she would probably, Lori from uh, Island Savings, who is uh, one of our show sponsors here, uh, you, you know, she, maybe she'll have words for me afterwards by saying this, but the reality <laughs> is insurance companies are not necessarily there to write checks right. for things that happen. Like, they, they want to look into why it happened. Right, exactly. And, and did the owner take every measure necessary to ensure that it didn't happen? Exactly. I, I found they're reasonable, uh, but they're running a business as well. And both parties have their responsibilities, mm-hmm. the homeowner and the insurance company. And the homeowner should really speak to their broker before they go away so you know where you're at. Yeah, you know, you got me thinking about something else as well, too. So I, I have I have this instant hot water uh, device on my sink in the kitchen. Sure. And I installed that. It's uh, 11 years ago now. Yeah. And the thing is starting to leak. So these things also yeah. don't last forever. So we got to start thinking about these buildings that have yeah. maybe had the uh, the water um, uh, connection on the fridge. Absolutely. If the building's 10 years old and the fridge is 10 years old, we got to start thinking about those connections, right? This is part of our standard uh, interior when we look at places. And in the last four months, I've found three hot water tanks that have reached that 10, 12 year age limit. And you can start to see in the pan underneath it, they're starting to drop water and we've caught it in time. Beautifully, you can snap a picture with technology today. I shoot it off. I'm I'm thinking of a particular customer now that was actually in Africa. I fired that picture off. Five minutes later, I get uh, a message back from them and said, okay, here's our plumbing firm. Call them, have them take care of it. Excellent. And so technology really works for us uh, in this case. Well, because if you weren't there and had you not noticed that, it could have been a very bad thing. That house would have had, I'm guessing by the placement of that, sixty dollars to $80,000 worth of damage. So who wouldn't, who wouldn't like to avoid an $80,000 bill if they could? Yeah. And again, people think insurance covers that sometimes it's not that easy and plus the amount of damage that you have and especially with something like plumbing if it was let go it's the water could be gone for days exactly right yeah yeah no we we do a real thorough job and uh you know in the case of for example rodents getting in it's getting cold now so they're starting to move in Mm -hmm. well most insurance policies as i understand it don't cover rodent damage per se however if you see a problem arising, or we do when we check your place, uh, we can face that real quickly and uh, get someone deal in. Deal with it head on. And deal with it and lock it off. So we're going to talk about your process when we come back from the break, but Brent, if people need to reach you, how do they do that? Uh, you can reach me at 
350-4500. And I might add, too, if anyone would ever like me to come out and speak at their strata council or at a community association, I'm happy to do that. Any questions uh, asked will be answered, and if I don't have an answer, I'll find out for you. Love it. Thanks, Brent. We're going to take a quick little break here. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Brent Lang and then move over to Denise Webster, our mortgage expert. Back in a moment. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hey there, thanks for joining us. This is The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show is brought to you in part by Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Services, Martin Mortgage Group, and our next guest today, by the way. Uh, also, Lori Zorn, insurance manager for Island Savings. Before the break, we are having a conversation with Brent Lang with West Coast Property Watch. Uh, you are the fella. Uh, by the way, thanks for coming again. Well, thank you, Tony. You are the fella that takes care of people's homes when they're away for any extended amount of time. Before the break, uh, you had mentioned as well too that you'd be happy to speak with Strata. So absolutely, um, the property management companies, uh, because we were talking about the example of the water leak on the 16th floor that went down uh, 10 mm-hmm. floors. These things happen. Let's talk about um, your 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 snowbird or people that leave for extended amounts of time. Uh, I mean, I think about this often. Often when I go away, uh, if I'm going for four or five days, um, um, I need to make sure that somebody is there watching the house. Right. It's critical. It's critical. Now, there's got to be a lot of people in town here who don't have... Uh, I'm from here. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people that help me. But as I think about it now, as I'm speaking to you, it's a lot to ask. You know, it's a bit of a burden to ask your family or people, you know, go by my house and, you know, check it out. It's true. You, of course, uh, remove that burden. Um, so, Yeah. Tell us more uh, examples of people that have needed your help. Well, so many people don't even know their neighbors anymore either because oh. society changes so much and it's on the move all the time. Um, you know, there's a real, a real great list uh, we have on our website, westcoastpropertywatch.ca, and it's a tips and suggestion sheet. And uh, they're all the standard things you should do. But these are some great tips about uh, how you should how you should make your home look as well. Because not only do you have, of course, water leaks, and we check electric boxes to see if there's any arcing or anything like this, but um, burglary is also a big deal. Mm-hmm. and uh, In some of the best areas of town. Absolutely, some of the best areas. Yeah. And, uh, you know, burglars choose opportunities. They don't necessarily choose victims. So we're very low-key. We don't uh, have markings on our vehicles. We don't wear uniforms. We get to know the neighbors if we can. And, um, you know, you do all of those standard things you should do. Everything from timers on lights, which is all common sense, and moving blinds and drapes. Uh, but bad people know when there's timers on lights. All they totally. got to do is go buy a house the three or four days in a row, and they'll know when they go on, when they go off. Exactly right. right. And the other thing you should do, too, is consider if you have a, uh, uh, you know, a telephone answering machine. Okay, well, what we generally do, we, we discuss with people, do you want to discontinue that altogether while you're away? Or are you going to answer it remotely? Or what are you going to do with that? Because the bad guys are pretty smart. You know, they can, they can find your phone number and they can place a call to find out if you're home or whatever. So we help to develop strategies like this for people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and we vary our times when we come in. There, there's a whole list of different things we do, both, as I said before, interior and exterior. But you log everything. So you everything. give a report to your client about when you were there, how long absolutely. you were there, and you've got a checklist of things that you do. Totally, absolutely. And it's, it's very thorough. And 
and well worth it. Yeah. So, uh, again, like I said, insurance companies, uh, of course, they appreciate the service. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we, we get a number of our leads directly from the insurance companies. Yeah. Uh, your, your clients. So the insurance companies yes. say you've got to talk to Brent Lang from West Coast. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, and banks as well, too. So you deal yes. with a lot of banks. We we deal with a number of different banks. Should anyone ever want references from us, uh, we can easily provide those. Um, yeah, we're a solid, real, real good firm. And uh, we have just absolutely terrific people. And we, we have a concierge business that also does the cleaning of houses for people. And uh, we buy groceries before you come home. <laughs> uh, really, anything under the sun... Uh, in my voice and my life, we've looked after everyone from visiting heads of state yeah. through to, uh, you know, business well, leaders and all sorts of folks. I, I have to say, one, one of the reasons why I do know that your service and your business is necessary right now is because we've seen a lot more migration from the lower mainland. So um, yes. younger families. We're not talking here of the foreign fires. We're talking younger families yes. that have decided that they, they wanted to leave Metro Vancouver and come to quiet Victoria. And these are typically people who do not necessarily have a typical job here in town, but they, for instance, telecommute or they need to go away for certain amounts of time when they're tending their businesses elsewhere. And this is exactly yes. the reason why people like you are, are very helpful because uh, sec yeah, security is very important. Yeah, thank you, Tony. That, that's a great point. Um, we get calls saying, hi, uh, Brent, uh, this is such and such. I'm out of the airport activate my service now. I'm going to be away for seven days in New York or London or wherever. Yeah. Just kick it in because we want somebody to keep an eye on things. And we do exactly that. Yeah. You know, the uh, the last thing I want to touch on is uh, I, I'm the captain of uh, the block watch on my street. Oh, yeah. Block watch, I think, is, is a great thing. Terrific. Uh, and, you know, we as the block watch captain, I receive the report every week. Uh, I'm in Oak Bay, so it's it's from the Oak Bay Police, and it's just amazing reading the things that have happened, like the break-ins, yeah. the you know car, and like I said, it's a good neighborhood, right? Um, but like you said, these bad people they look for opportunities, right? Absolutely, and, and uh, it is just important for everyone to know, you know, keep your keep your possessions safe. Absolutely, we check the stats all the time as well, and it is surprising how much is actually going on. Yeah. Well, Brent, uh, again, your contact information if people need to reach you? Is Brent Lang at 778-350-4500. Our website is all one word, westcoastpropertywatch.ca. Or you can email me at brent at wcpw.ca. Yeah, you know what? Uh, forgive me, because I, I, I've been to your website, but I, I don't think I've gone to check out that uh, checklist yet. But I, I Tips must Tips and know. Suggestions is a great page. I get calls from people on that. Uh, okay thanking me for that. Perfect. Well, I'm going to check that out once we get uh, out of the studio here. Great. Thank Th you, Tony. Thanks for joining us again, uh, Brent. Uh, now, we're moving on to our show sponsor and uh, my good friend who has been here how many times? A lot of times. Denise Webster from Dominion Lending Services Modern Mortgage Group. Uh, you, th this is... This is old hat for you. You've been here so many times, and you're, you're so people call me by the way and say, "Where's your mortgage person?" Because they love having you on air. So thanks it's for coming. Really Denise. good to be back, Tony. Thank you. Yes, uh, Denise, what's going on out there? What's happening in the mortgage world? A lot of stuff. A right? lot There's of changes, stuff. right? Yeah. yeah. Just the industry itself is changing. A lot of new rules. So we won't get too thick into that today, but maybe a, a individual show on that one. <laughs> yes. Now, um, Denise. You know, we were talking about what we could talk about today, and, you know, something that we haven't really spent a lot of time with is first-time buyers. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
And there's a lot of talk about what's happening to them out there and, and trying to get into this market. And that's the thing, because we've had conversations in this, on the show here uh, with other people in the community about affordability, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Victoria's expensive, let's face it. It's not, I just came back from Winnipeg, and <laughs> prices there are a little different than, than here in Victoria. How can people afford to buy a home here? You know, your typical first-time buyer of which you, you serve, how, how are they doing it? Uh, with great difficulty, I, I, I will kind of uh, sympathize with it because uh, the biggest change was that stress test that came in in October. Yeah. Uh, now, let's remind the listeners, yes. this is on qualification, right? Qualification. So, the for most part, our first-time home buyers, the, one of the most difficult things is coming up with that down payment. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if they are coming um, to the market with less than 20% down, they are qualifying at our stress test, which is uh, the Bank Canada's uh, benchmark rate, which mm-hmm. just went up today okay. to 4.89%, yeah. uh, and that maximum 25-year amortization. So these qualifications set the, uh, you know, the, the limit of their purchase power by a fair amount. That new rule kind of eliminated about $100,000 in their purchase power. Okay, so the stress test is it's not like they're getting a mortgage at 4.89. Exactly. It's just they need to be able to qualify at 4.89. Yeah, their income and their debts need to debt service that mortgage payment as if it was at 4.89%. Yeah, because you can still get a mortgage today for less than 3%, right? Yeah, well, I haven't just, looked. Tell me, what, <laughs> just okay. barely. All yeah. right. So, so again, it's not that they, it's not that they're paying more in a mortgage. It's just that the Qualifying. powers that be want to make sure that they can support it if something happens out there in the marketplace. Exactly. Right? And this is not just our first-time home buyers. This is anybody trying to buy, purchase a home with less than twenty percent down. Okay, which is a lot of people. Uh, we're on the air right now with Denise Webster, with Dominion Lending Services Modern Mortgage Group. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, but before we do, give people your number, Denise. Uh, my direct line is 250-889-4743, and you can always email me at denise at denisewebster.com. Yeah, and again, people are listening. I know, you've said so yourself. Mm-hmm. They go, I, they've heard you on CFAX, and it reminds me about the great listenership that we have here. Uh, Denise is a great person uh, for mortgages. So, like I said, we're going to take a quick little break here right now. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Denise Webster from Dominion Lending, Dominion Lending Services <laughs> Modern Mortgage Group. Back in a second. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there, thanks for joining us. This is The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We're here in the studio having spoken with Brent Lang from West Coast Property Watch a little earlier, and now we're continuing our conversation with Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Services Modern Mortgage Group and a sponsor of our show. Thanks again for coming, Denise. We love having you here. Thanks, Tony. Uh, before the break, we were talking about the stress test, so the fact that first-time buyers need to qualify uh, at the at the bank rate, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not saying they need to pay that, uh, but they need to be able to qualify for that. So we were having a conversation about how difficult it is to be a first-time buyer. So that's one of the things that stress test uh, has really taken away their purchasing power, right? Yeah. But so just before that happened, if somebody could qualify for a five hundred thousand dollar mortgage, all of a sudden it went down to whatever. Just before that rule, we were at probably our all-time low in the five-year fixed rate, down as low as 2.39%. Okay. So that really did change their purchase power uh, yeah, overnight. I, we need people to know, too. When we talk about two point you know, three nine or four point eight nine percent. Hey, you know this is not normal. I remember the days. My first right. client paid a uh, mortgage rate of eleven and a half percent. 
right? And we hear these stories about the uh, 80s when it was 20-somewhat percent. Right, Brent remembers that, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, anyways, so um, the stress test for mortgages, um, where are people getting their down payments from? Um, you know, Because you need, I only you need speak not just the 20%. Uh, actually, all people need is 5%. Five, five yep. yeah. So in my portfolio, the clients that I'm dealing with, uh, I, th- I think the transition that I'm seeing as, as, it, as our mortgage rules got a little harder and our property values went up and it became a little bit more difficult for buyers to qualify, um, the biggest difference was um, buyers trying to come up with the 20% down in order to qualify a little bit easier because of that 30-year amortization. That allowed a, a smaller payment, mm-hmm. which allowed, in effect, the qualification for a larger purchase price. Yeah. Um, so what I'm seeing in, in just with my clients is uh, they are coming together with their 5%, but not being able to purchase what they want in this market. They're either having to move a little outside of Victoria or change their hopes from a house to a townhouse. This is a big shift that we've seen in the past couple of years because the dream has always been to have their first home, home. as a house, mm-hmm. right? And nowadays, especially because we've seen so many more high-density condos, townhouses in Greater Victoria, uh, nowadays it's let's start with the condo or the townhouse and then maybe move to the house afterwards, right? Absolutely. And, th- and think about the other shift that we're seeing, Tony, is it- it's becoming a hard pill to swallow for those people that are renting and they feel that they're paying more rent than they would if they bought a condo and their mortgage payment would be smaller. So I'm really seeing that shift now that it's becoming quite acceptable to say, okay, you know what, maybe we're not going to get a home this year, a house, but we're paying too much in rent. Mm -hmm. So let's look at the condos and actually have a lower payment with our mortgage than what we'd be paying in rent and have the asset. That's a really important point. So basically it's replacing the rent with a mortgage, not necessarily with the mindset that that's their final home, but you might as well start building equity. Let's get into the market. Yeah. Yeah. And let's have an asset and, and feel like our monthly payments going towards something that we're investing in, not our landlord. So the dream of home ownership continues on, it but does. just in a different manner. Yes. Right? yes. Yeah. See, the, the other thing too, we were talking about this just before we got in the studio about, about how difficult it is for first time buyers to get in having to scrape together the down payment. You were just, you, you know, you had uh, mentioned that getting from family, right? Yes. We're seeing quite a few, um, um, gift letters. Gifted, yep, yeah. Gifted yeah. down payment. Family members are saying, you know, we'd like to see our, children in homes so they're much more willing to talk about their inheritance or just a family gift earlier than yeah. to to see where their children are going to be living okay so i, I know <laughs> some of the listeners right now uh, are are probably sitting there going where have we gone where this is what we have to do now mm-hmm. uh and you know, i i would like to remind people that i've been doing this for 26 years that has always been the case very good you know, point. when houses were $140,000, parents still helped with down payment, Yeah. right? And and so this is really nothing new. It's not new. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that affordability isn't an issue because it is an issue here in Victoria. But the market has just gotten us to this place where we are expensive. And I think people are willing to take that risk because they know that Victoria is a strong investment. Exactly. And getting in now is a good thing. So uh, I'll get off my, you know, horse right now. <laughs> getting back to the story, you know, your, your mortgage uh, conversation. So first-time buyers borrowing that money or, or being gifted. Um, oh, and the other thing too, I don't, I don't mean to take this uh, away from you, Denise, but and I, you're going to agree with me on this. We have, I have seen a lot more families that have said, you know what, I want to give my kids the down payment money now, 
mm-hmm. instead of waiting for when I'm gone. That's exactly what my yeah. point was. Yeah, I yeah. think they, the family members want to see their their children get into the homes. They want to be around for it. Yeah. So it is. It's the gift is coming now rather than later. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, off the top of your head, how 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 much? What's your percentage? Would you say is first time buyers in in what you're dealing with? Is it twenty percent? Is it Oh, I've seen a huge decline. I used to deal with a lot of first-time home buyers two years ago. Okay. Um, I am definitely, um, gosh, I see. I saw the shift with the market of people wanting to get into with revenue properties. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot more revenue property purchases. Yeah. Um, I still, I will. I love working with first-time home buyers, and I think they need a lot more help in this market. The one thing I also wanted to touch on was. They also have a disadvantage of it is their first time and they have not played in a market like this. It's scary. So, yeah, you're seeing this, yeah. the multiple offers and um, what do you call it? The uh, multiple offers. Oh, uh, the fatigue syndrome. Fatigue syndrome. Yes, yeah. Right. MO, multiple offer fatigue syndrome, yeah. So if I had to get make a guess about what, what's changed is I think I have had a lot of pre-approvals that have gone very quiet and mm. they've actually disengaged from the market. They did get tired of it. Yeah. So they've stepped back, and now everybody kind of wants to see what's happening with our market, yeah. and and we'll revisit it again. But you know, making those follow up phone calls and saying, "Are you still looking?" They're like, "Not, not right now." Yeah, we, because we a just lot of, had we had enough, and a lot of people were priced out of the market. Exactly. Yeah, because they they had started looking a year ago, and uh, things just sort of escalated. It's, it's unfortunate. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. now with our rates going up more, uh, that's kind of pushing them back a little bit again just to say, you know, it, things are changing. Maybe it's not the best time for them, or maybe it is. It's a very personal decision right now with so many changes. Yeah, we're here with Denise Webster from Dominion Lending Services Modern Mortgage Group talking about mortgages. Uh, so, Denise, our producer here in the studio, Corey, just before we started up, we'll say, because Corey's got to renew his mortgage soon. What's going to happen to his mortgage rate in August? <laughs> That's a good question. People often wonder. Yep. One year from now, what is it going to look like? My goodness, I wish I knew. <laughs> um, I think one thing we talked about, Corey, was making that decision to do an early renewal is uh, really depending on the lender that you're with because it will trigger a penalty to get out of what mortgage you are now. Uh, whether it be a fixed rate or a variable rate, and you have to make sense of that penalty to take a rate right now, hedging that it might be lower than what it will be in one year. So we really do need to do the math on that. Um, The one thing I would say as a hint, if you're in a variable rate mortgage, you do know that will only be a three-month interest penalty to break it, so we can at least kind of get a really accurate uh, estimate of that penalty. But if you're in a fixed rate, you actually need to call your lender and get a quote on if I paid my mortgage off today, what would the penalty be? Then we start working with that penalty number to say, okay, let's hedge on where rates might be in a year. And are we actually securing you a rate for another five years right now that, you know, will make up that penalty? So it, there's some math to be done on that. And it's, um, it's going to be, again, a very personal decision because you're going to pay for that penalty out of your pocket for the most part. Well, we'll, if you're staying with your lender. We'll keep an eye on that. We'll ask Corey how he's doing. Uh, Corey, <laughs> we'll talk. Yes. Um, but you know, the biggest thing is I, we have just come from a long period of low, low mortgage rates. I, I, I My sense is that we're not going to see very much decline. If anything, the it's probably more likely that things will increase. It kind of had to. Yeah. It, it, we all we've been saying it for years. Like how long? How much longer can our rates stay this low? Mm-hmm. And uh, so they've they've gone up uh, three quarters of a percent in our fixed rates. So in the last four months. Yeah. Three months maybe. Yeah. yeah. It's been fast. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it sometimes is a sign of a good economy, right? Yes, we have to point that out. Absolutely. Yeah. Because um, we're talking about first-time buyers, what when they come to you, what's their biggest stress usually? What's their area of concern? Uh, what am I doing? <laughs> they, they really just want to understand, and, and that is my priority. For them to, when they leave my office, they know exactly how the whole process works. They understand the actual mortgage qualification process. I walk them through. I show them exactly how the qualification works. Mm-hmm. Um, they also just don't know the timing of things. So when I make an offer, what is this subject, you know, my conditions? And, and figuring out that timing is really important for them to make sure they've done their due diligence, they've done their inspection, we have their financing in place. And then I kind of explain the anticlimactic part. You know, it's very exciting the day we remove your conditions, but now nothing happens until completion. So I really want to walk them through every stage and when they're going to be meeting with their lawyer. So it's my job to educate and to have them um, fully know from day one to the day you get your keys of what will happen next. Yeah. You know, it's so important to have someone like you because uh, one thing I do know, people research online. And, and this is the great thing about today is you can learn so much from the Internet. But there is so much that is confusing. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the whole process of buying and selling, uh, uh, they need to speak with someone like you, just the same way as they need to speak to someone like me about the, uh, the purchasing uh, process. Um, but, yeah. Well, and there is so much information online. So a lot of the times my buyers have come uh, with quite a bit of education, but there's stuff that just just does go missed, and it's my job to point that out. So I, th- I think three of the things I want to always talk about being a first-time home buyer is that property ta- transfer tax exemption. Mm-hmm. They really need to know That's that going perk. into the market. Yeah. You are a first-time home buyer only once, and in BC you can be exempt from that property transfer tax, which is quite hefty. If you buy a $500,000 house, that's an additional $10,000, sorry, $8,000 on top of your down payment. So if you can purchase a house under $500,000 and be a first-time homebuyer in province of BC, and you're a permanent or Canadian citizen, and it's your primary residence, you are exempt from that. That's really important for first-time homebuyers to know before they step out in the market and, you know, buy that $575,000 $575,000 house. They should have been looking at that 500. Yeah. Because if it's 500, if, if it's. There's a so gray there's area. A, yeah. There's a declining. Uh, five amount. to 525. There's a partial credit up yeah. to 525. But if it's 526, you're out you're, of luck. You're paying that transfer tax. Yeah. And wouldn't you be mad if you didn't know about that yeah. and you should have looked at that $500,000 so, so house? There are perks definitely for first time buyers. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Um, and the RRSPs. Uh, and that's not necessarily, you know, some banks allow you after a certain amount of time to retap into your RSPs, but that's a really important one for first-time home buyers to know they can use their RSPs tax-free for 15 years, up to $25,000. Yep. Um, you know, the one thing that also surprises me is that a lot of buyers don't even know about our homeowner grants off their annual oh, property taxes. Goodness. That's something they need to know, too, that they'd have to file for that every year and get that $570 off their property taxes. It's there for them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Denise Webster from Dominion uh, Lending Services Modern Mortgage Group. Uh, of course, people can find you on our website, but uh, your phone number and uh, email address? My direct line is 250-889-4743 and reach me with email uh, at denise at denisewebster.com. And again, we had Brent Lang from uh, West Coast Property Watch. Brent, uh, people need to get in touch with you to watch their homes when they're gone? Yes, Tony. They can call me at 778 350 4500 or by email brent at wcpw.ca.
Great. Thanks for joining us again, Brent and Denise. Thank That's you, our show for today. The Whole Home Show will be here for you guys this time next week.